Hello, this is Mo Bina of High Rise Capital, and you're tuned into Dream Chasers, interviews with the future. Everyone gets my text three times in a row, bing, bing, bing. And I see better responses um, mm. just because, you know, if you imagine you're sitting down watching TV and you get one text message from a number you don't know, you may just kind of glance at it like whatever. But if you're sitting there and it's like, bing, 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 you're like, who is this blowing up my phone? And then you look and you see the emojis and you look and I mean, you're going to respond. This is Dream Chasers, episode 130 with Doreen Sydney. Hey, guys. Hi, Grandma. This is Adam Carswell, and welcome to Dream Chasers, interviews with the future. On Dream Chasers, we bring next-level talent to the light. Thank you for tuning in. Now let's get straight to the interview. Hey, guys. This is Adam Carswell, and today I'm joined by Doreen Sydney. Doreen is a real estate entrepreneur. She was born and raised in the Austin, Texas area, lived in Houston for a little bit with her husband, but eventually convinced him to move back to the Austin area in, in Round Rock, Texas, where they now live. But also in that whole mix, she went to junior college um, at Clarendon Junior College in Amarillo, Texas, where she got a, had a basketball scholarship. So cool to have another baller on the show here with me. She also continued her degree at Concordia University of Austin, where she got her bachelor's and, uh, you know, I just mentioned this, but she now lives, as I said, in Round Rock, Texas, where my buddy Matt Teifke also lives and he was our connector here. So uh, before we get into the whole background and story, I want to flip it back over to you, Doreen. Could you uh, just give a quick greeting to my listeners and let us know how you're feeling today? Hi, how are you guys? I'm doing well. Just, you know, enjoying this weather here in Texas. Super cold in the morning, hot by lunch. <laughs> <laughs> so hello, you guys. All right. And we're about, to, we're about to warm it up a little bit here, too. I remember when I first met Doreen, um, she was on a networking call that we that Matt Teifke runs with his team, the Teifke real estate team. And from what I remember, when we first met, you actually you came across as very quiet. And um, already in our you know minutes of getting prepared for this call, I was like, eh, she's not she's not quiet at all. That's why actually probably why she's doing so well. And we're going to go into some details on what it is that Doreen's working on right now, guys, but it's a really cool story. So um, I'm just going to give you a, a chance to kind of fill in some of the blanks there, Doreen, on anything that I just mentioned. Yeah, I think, you know, on the first call, I was like, I was busy. I think I was at a pre-foreclosure appointment or something, but I was on the call and I was walking out and then I kind of started talking at the end. So yeah, a lot of times I do might come across quiet just because I'm just listening. But once it's my turn to talk, I'm not a quiet person. <laughs> and you guys, as I mentioned, you're going to learn that here today and, and just a little bit about what Doreen's working on, where she was, how she got to where she's at, and also what seems like a very short amount of time. So very inspirational on all levels. The topic of today's discussion is how to network your way to financial freedom in the middle of a pandemic. I know that's a little bit of a mouthful, but let me say it again. How to network your way to financial freedom in the middle of a pandemic. You know what? Let's just, let's just hop right into it here, Doreen. It is now time to step into the next level chamber. Here we are, and I'm going to hammer it home one more time, guys. <laughs> how to network your way to financial freedom in the middle of a pandemic. And Doreen is, has embarked on this journey. I'm going to have her share a little bit about her background before she got into real estate and how she got to where she's at now. I think it's something for you know everyone, if you're listening right now, grab your notepad and get ready because this is what you can do. You're going to flip things around if you feel like you're stuck because uh, there's a lot of opportunity to be had during COVID if you're looking in the right place. So Doreen, why don't you walk us through your, your story here real quick? Yeah, just quickly, you know, um, after college, I you know I graduated from nursing school, 
I've been a nurse for 20 years. I worked in gerontology, which is the study of the elderly population. Um, and I also worked med surge, which is in a hospital. So I was a nurse for 20 years. Um, but at one point, I was home on bed rest, pregnancy and you know, not getting paid. And I had, to, I had to figure out a way to have some income. So I simply Googled how to make money from home. And on YouTube, I started seeing these videos about wholesaling. Well, I had been investing in real estate since when I graduated nursing school. My first client was a real estate investor. He taught me how to buy rental properties. So I knew how to buy rental properties. When watching the videos on how to wholesale, a lot of it made sense to me already. I understood how to buy a property. I understood contracts. I understood repairs and ARV. From there, I watched Max Maxwell videos or different videos. And I read a book. And then I started calling for sale by owners. And next thing you know, I had my first deal done. And I thought to myself, wow, this is not too bad. If I can, I still feel like I'm helping people, you know, in nursing, we help people. But in wholesaling, I feel like I'm helping people too. My first wholesale deal was someone, their dad had passed away. She had a house that he had left her. It needed a lot of repairs. She didn't have money for repairs. So she wasn't able to sell it. So I felt like I was able to sit down and talk with her about her situation and help her get the home sold. So I started my wholesaling, individual wholesaling. Um, I did that for about two and a half years. And then at one point I was helping someone and she told me she decided to go with someone else, right? Because they were a licensed realtor. And I thought to myself, mm. I'm not going to let that hold me back. So I went and I took the six classes, took the test, and then I became a licensed realtor. So not only can I do wholesale transactions, um, I can do realtor transactions as well. I have multiple exit strategies. That's a little bit of my background kind of summed up. Most recently, I retired from my nursing. You know, it got to the point that I was doing so much with wholesaling. My part-time job was getting in, in the way of my full-time hustle. You know, it was just get too much, you know, and it got to the point I was making more monthly as a wholesaler than I was in a year um, as a nurse. So I really just needed to choose. And then when COVID hit, it made it be realistic. Being a nurse in the middle of COVID is very stressful. You know, do you have enough equipment? Can I take care of the patients? And it got to the point where I really didn't feel comfortable at work. And it was to the point where do I have to be here? You know, or am I, are we in the cycle of I have to go to work to pay the bills? And it's like, I really don't have to be here. Mm -hmm. You know, my wholesaling is, income is steady. My realtor income is steady. I could really walk away from the situation. And so after 20 years of being a nurse, I turned in my notice <laughs> and my boss was like, no. And I mean, it was hard. I mean, I, I went to work for two or three days that I was supposed to be giving in my notice and I felt nauseated even telling her I was quitting, mm. but I knew it was a step for me. I, mm. I needed that freedom. I needed to know that I'm going to be spending more time with my kids than I do with the people at work. That was most important for me. Yeah. And so I finally told her and She's like, well, where are you going? I'm like, I'm retiring. She was like, oh, I was like, yeah, my nursing checks. Like I've just been stacking them up for a while. Like I make more money in real estate than I do in nursing for the whole year. And I said, I just feel like it's time for me to have that freedom to mm. be able to wake up when I want to and do what I want to do. Love that. And let's, let's zone in there on that transition phase that you just went through. Cause I think that's what I find most interesting is it, it just all took place kind of within the past nine months. Did the real, you getting a realtor license, is that what took place within the past year as well? Yeah, I've been a realtor for a year. Um, which is, which is crazy that you were this successful and didn't even have your real estate. I mean, I, I worked with wholesalers before too. Uh -huh, um, uh -huh. So let's just talk about that whole transition period. Cause I think a lot of people out there want, either want to be where you're at 
Um, they want to have that strategy in place, but they just either don't know how to get that strategy set up or they're afraid to, as you mentioned, you're feeling sick for a few days. Like they're afraid to just pull that trigger. Like so how do you work through that? I think it was just having a plan. I mean, having a plan in place, you know, I looked at my finances. I looked at what, what finances are making me feel like I have to stay here. We get trained to expect that certain amount of money every two weeks. And what was I doing with that money? So with my wholesale transactions, I started eliminating that debt. And so that that debt was like holding me back. I wrote down my debt from least, you know, least to greatest. And with my wholesale transactions, I started knocking them out. And so I, I got to a certain point where I was like, okay, I feel comfortable walking away from this nursing job because I only, I have a certain amount of savings. I also have my rental income because we have rental properties. You know, I, I grew up very poor. I wouldn't say very poor, but you know, we had a mobile home. You know, okay. our lights was turned off sometimes. Mm. Our water got turned off a few times. So I never wanted to be in that predicament. So I got to a point where I wholesaled until I had a certain amount of my savings and I have rental income that replaces my nursing income. And so that made me feel comfortable, yeah. even though I know I'm a successful realtor and wholesaler and I close multiple deals per month. I know that if I don't close any deals this month, my rental income will replace my nursing income. And I know that when my tenants are paying rent, they're actually paying for the following month. So if they don't pay this month, I still have money in the savings that it's going to pay for all of our bills, mm -hmm. you know? So it's like setting up a system that I know that I'm comfortable stepping away and then also believing in myself. Sure, sure. And I want to take a look at this here too, because you went from an industry that communication is certainly important, I'd say in the medical field and, and nursing, but it's, it's kind of like a whole nother world of communication. Like you have to be good with people and people have to be attracted to you in a certain regard in order to be successful on this real estate front. And that was not <laughs> at all what you were doing before. So I'm sure there's a lot of, you know, shy people out there that want to do what you've done, but they're like, ah, you know, that's, that's just, that's not me. You know, and I'm a believer that it can be anyone if, if you have the right mindset. So like, what's your advice to the, to the shy, uh, let's say nurses or just professionals that want to do what you did? A lot of what I did was done via text message. Like I don't have, you know, a lot of my wholesale deals and transactions and leads. I don't, I don't really cold call. I don't door knock. It's to be a text message. Everything is done via text message almost wow. these days. It's not until it's time to sign that contract. I mean, some of it's done via email, mm -hmm. you know? So if you're shy and, you know, I can be shy sometimes, not very often, <laughs> but if you are, uh, my husband's kind of a shy, quiet one, but where he comes in is, you know, the technology. He's like, you, I can just text. I was like, yeah, you can just text. Throw in an emoji. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> That's what I was gonna, actually, I was going to say. I had, I remember now early on guys, this is like one of the first like 15 episodes of Dream Chasers. I had Nikki Lagoras on the show and she was talking about how she's closed so many transactions and her key is texting, as you said, yeah. and using emojis effectively. Yeah. How do yeah. what's your emoji strategy? Because you're right. That goes a long way. I always <laughs> use emojis in all of my text messages. I really focus on mostly pre-foreclosures and probates and things like that. I always use text messages and everyone gets my text three times in a row. Bing, bing, bing. And I see better responses. Um, mm. Just because, you know, if you imagine you're sitting down watching TV and you get one text message from a number you don't know, you may just kind of glance at it, like whatever. But if you're sitting there and it's like, bing, 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 you're like, who is this blowing up my phone? And then you look and you see the emojis and you look and I mean, you're going to respond. So yeah, um, if you're shy, I mean, you can send three text messages and get someone's attention and see if they're interested in selling their home. That you know? is so 
that is that's worth the price of admission right there. I've never heard that strategy and it makes so much yeah. sense. So my follow-up to you on this one though is still for that shy person that is maybe like, I don't want to be that person that that annoys them by texting them three times. Clearly, it's not an issue. And I I'm gonna steal that strategy from you now. But what, <laughs> what's your what's your advice to someone who would be afraid that you know someone would find it annoying? They are gonna find it annoying. The main <laughs> okay. thing is that you have to not take it personal. Mm. You know, um, when I'm reaching out the people that I'm reaching out to. I'm trying to help you. So if you get annoyed or mad at me, I mean, I get a lot of angry texts. I get cursing texts, like all type of things. And I just laugh at it. Cause as a nurse, you have people probably swearing at you too, right? All the time. I used to work with <laughs> patients. I had patients hit me, push me, knock me down, like curse at me. Don't want to take a bath. I've learned to have a thick skin. And the main thing is this via text. So I, I don't let it t- affect me personally. So it's just like, I, I was working with an agent a couple of weeks ago and she's like, Oh, look at that. Look what they responded. Okay, just delete it. Go on to the next. That's my main thing is just not take it personally. Well, what happens? Sometimes they'll call you back and they'll be like, who are you? I'm Doreen. I'm trying to reach out to you to see if you'd like to sell your property. I saw you got my text. How are you doing today? Try to spark that conversation. Try to flip it on them. Let them know that you're a person. The main thing is when they get those text messages, they think you're like an automated machine. So when they actually call you and you pick up and you're like, hey, and they'd be like, oh, well, you, you sent me a text message. You're, you're probably not even, in, I'm in Austin. I'm here. How can I help you? I'm actually driving down Breaker Lane, you know, <laughs> and just kind of be realistic. I don't try to be professional. Like, hi, this is Doreen. No, nope, I'm just my, my normal person. Mm. And it seems like, and just be relaxed. You can't make any mistakes. If all fails, you're, you're, you're your own boss. Just hang up. <laughs> yeah. And this is one thing I think it's a little bit easier said than done. But as you mentioned, being your normal person, I watched a, a clip the other day from a guy named Frank Kern, who's a marketing wizard. Highly recommend looking into Frank Kern, guys. But uh, he's got this speech called The Perfect Day. Key takeaway from that speech is like, he's like, you know, at the end of the day, we all kind of have these two versions of ourselves. And once we can kind of get comfortable in that true version of the two versions and start interacting in that way with our our professional surrounding, the people that we want to do business will, you can say magically, <laughs> just start to show up the more you be yourself. And I know it's, again, it's easier said than done, you know, finding that voice, that true self and not being afraid to be the emoji person or whatever, like you're going to attract yeah. back who you want to work with. Yes. I had a client that I worked with and of course I called him as a wholesale transaction, but it ended up being a listing. He said he liked me just because I was relatable. Like I seemed real. Like he still calls me like about once a week. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. Sold. Like I sold in two days, <laughs> but he still calls me. Hey Doreen. And I'm like, hi, you know, um, but he also sends me more business. He goes, oh, I have two friends. They're getting ready for their houses being flipped. And I told him you need to list it. You're the best, you know? So it's just, and that's why you I take those calls. Myself. Right. Yes, Some people might be like, oh, he's annoying. We already did a deal. I don't want to talk to him anymore. But no, you're. No, you <laughs> I take a call. I'm never too busy. You know what I mean? And it's like, he liked me because I was just myself. I wasn't trying to be this buttoned up realtor and being super, super professional. I was myself. I went in I'm, I'm myself. And I think that's yeah. what he really, really liked. Sure. Love it. Um, so I want to circle back to something you said earlier is how you really got started on this whole entrepreneurial journey was you you go, you basically googled your way into it so yeah. that's a, that's a testament to like your willpower and work ethic to begin with but again anyone out there who feels like they have what it takes to to do this Doreen's way all you need is google to get started <laughs> I, I, I look at my my real estate journey I got started by hearing my one of my best friends bosses and mentors now Hunter on a podcast we didn't even know each other now we work together every day so oh, wow. going back to like who, what's your uh Give someone that that push they need, Doreen, to go Google it. 
I was that person when I make my mind up on something, I want to do it. I write it down and write down my steps. And so I decided I wanted to wholesale. So I looked up, I watched countless videos on YouTube. Then I went to Facebook and I, I joined every investor real estate group that I could. From there, I went to the meetup app and I typed in real estate. And for three months in a row, three days a week, I was going to free real estate meetups. I was meeting everyone. I was collecting cards. I was networking. And then I read one book. And then I was like, you know what? You've said I'm that twice now. We got You got to know what book this is. What book was oh, it? Oh, <laughs> um, if, if you can't wholesale after this. Okay. Was, can't wholesale after this. I read it in one day. It was more of a motivational thing versus how to wholesale. But it, it talked about communication how to communicate with sellers, whether they're pre-foreclosure, motivated, tired landlords. It, it was a guy, he was working in a tech job and he didn't really, he was tired. He was tired of going to work to pay the bills to go to work. He wholesaled a property kind of accidentally. <laughs> and then he decided, you know what? I could do this as a business. And so, yeah, the book is called If You Can't Wholesale After This. Um, it's a very popular book, but yeah, I, I read it in a day. And after that, I was like, okay, I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I'm go out there and get it. And, you know, if all else fails, I didn't spend any money. I just called somebody on Zillow. <laughs> yeah, I think that's, well, I, I know in these circles, you hear the metaphor all the time of getting the plane off the runway. And once you get the plane off the runway, once you're kind of at cruising altitude, then you kind of you know, lay off the gas a little bit or whatever. And actually there's some metaphor. I don't know. I might get this wrong, but the plane uses like 70% of its fuel just getting off the runway. And then the rest is like oh, something, wow. something Post- crazy like that. Posting, huh? <laughs> yeah. So, but Doreen just mentioned how for three months she was hitting the networking events hard. That was getting the plane off the runway. When you look, kind of look at her story, I just want, you know, you guys, if you, if you want to, take anything seriously, the universe is going to test you and see how bad do you want it. Because if you go do the, the three networking events for three weeks and then say, yeah, it's, this isn't for me, you probably just didn't hit the gas hard enough. <laughs> yeah. And I still, yeah. I still go to networking events. You know, I went to a networking event last week and, um, you know, COVID safe. We were <laughs> feet apart. I met multi, um, multi-family investors. I met syndicators, uh, and then from there, I've had I always you know get their cards and I send them emails, letting them know, oh, it's so nice to meet you tonight. I love to see how we can network together. Da, da, da. And from there, I have someone that wants me to find him at least one point one million dollars worth of real estate by the end of the year. We sent four offers yesterday, and nice. I just met him at getting splatters. Hashtag the, hashtag, <laughs> hashtag make <laughs> hashtag make more offers. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually happy. You just mentioned multifamily. You mentioned syndication. That's more of the world that I kind of talked to you about who, who we have listening with us here today. That's yeah. the world that we're in. And I'm just listening to your story. I'm like, man, I hope she gets into the world of syndications one day because she'd probably be a, a beast at it. So interviews with the future. Guys, you heard it here for, first. If, if Doreen's ever raising <laughs> capital, I'm, I'm taking credit for it. <laughs> that, is, that is one of the things on my list, my goals list for next year. You know, I've already started setting my goal list of things I want to learn and things I want to invest in real estate and things like that for next year. You know, right now I'm primarily wholesaling single family. We just put something on the contract, which is set to close is my first multifamily wholesale transaction. And that's one thing I like about Matt. I reached out to Matt when I first started wholesaling because I saw he was friends with everybody. Da, 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 da. And he makes me think bigger. He's like, yeah, Darren, you're, you're doing well. You're killing it in realtor transactions. You're killing it with wholesale and single family. But I want you to think bigger. I'm like, what is bigger? I'm killing it here. And he's like, multifamily. I'm like, <laughs> I can wholesale an apartment building? He was like, you can. Just like, I'm like, well, how do I do that? And he goes, the same way you wholesale a single family. 
you haven't said nothing but a word, man. <laughs> <laughs> I that's the type of person I am. You know, once I set my mind up something, I start researching it. I write. I have a. I have a separate binder for it, and I have my. And it's been what forty five days, and I've already locked up my first deal. So, and I have another nineteen unit apartment building awesome. under contract right now that I need to find an end buyer or a syndication or you know whatever. Mm-hmm. So that is something understanding syndication and raising money and all those things. That's something that's a separate binder which I'll be learning starting in January. Well, I'm sending you a, a book in the mail called "Raising Capital for Real Estate" by, by the guy who I've already mentioned many times here. This is the one who this this Hunter changed my life. Got to give it to him. <laughs> and so yeah. and now he's I'll not... be re- reading it, highlighting it, adding tabs. Look. <laughs> yep. So I'll send that over to you. Cool. Yeah. And anyone listening, if you want a copy of Raising Capital for Real Estate, it is actually free plus shipping. You just go to RaisingCapitalForRealEstate.com. Go ahead and start going down that rabbit hole. It will open your mind. Guarantee. (laughs) And then also I want to say this quick plug here too. If anyone's looking to get more involved in virtual networking events, because this is the world we're living in right now, there's literally a networking event at least four days a week, sometimes five, I think, with the Tyfke real estate team. You might not be a realtor, but I know every time I hop on there, I learn something new and I meet some new people. So I'm sure Doreen and I would love to get you plugged in yes. with, with the, uh, the Typhke team. Yes. All right. So time to close it out, Doreen. I'm sure we could just keep going here forever because it's been fun. <laughs> what was I going to say? Oh yeah. So I need you to please give a shout out to someone you've never given a shout out to before. I am going to give a shout out to my friend, Jasmine Castleberry. Look, <laughs> I've known her since middle school. She supports me in everything I do. You know, when I first told her I was going to be wholesaling and I was watching these videos, um, you know, some people will be skeptical, you know, oh, you watch some, something on YouTube, but she was like, no, but let me know how it goes. Like she's always supported me in everything. So I just want to give her a quick shout out. Awesome. Love it. Jasmine, what was her last name? Castleberry. Castleberry. Okay. Make sure, you, make sure you get this over. To, hi, Jasmine. Please subscribe to Dream Chasers. We'd love to have you. <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to convince her to buy a house right now. She's like, okay. no, I'm in my apartment. I'm like, you need to invest. Okay. <laughs> oh, sorry for the little, uh, little yip yap noise there. Luca, come here. Oh, you got a doggy? <laughs> there she is. She's only made a couple. Oh, how cute. You? <laughs> you guys are going to have to go watch the video version of Dream Chasers to see Luca. Hopefully she stops it. Um, but yeah, all right, cool. So here we go. End of the interview, Doreen. What is, if you could give out one way, one way, one single best way for everyone to follow up and get in touch with you, what would that one way be? I'm on Facebook the most as Doreen Sydney Realtor. <laughs> there we go. Luca's going to send you a, a, a Facebook request too. <laughs> There's someone at the door. All right. Well, what do you know? Happy uh, end to Dream Chasers, guys. Thank you for tuning in. <laughs> We're going to catch you in the next one. Someone please come get Luca for me. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Um, any, actually, you know what? Any closing, closing words, Doreen? Not at this time. That's all. Good things. Good vibes. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Great to have you. All right, guys, um, go go follow up Doreen. You can tell she's awesome, and we want to take everyone's life to the next level. If you want to join us in those meetups, just reach out. Here we go. <laughs> Remember, in all you think, say, and do, take it to the next level. Thank you so much for investing your time with us here today. Quick call to action. If you enjoyed today's show, please be sure to share, subscribe, or leave us a rating. It really helps a ton with the SEO and visibility of the show. Thank you guys once again, and remember, take it to the next level.